T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Swing it along with the left. That's a grand slam. This is Sports Open Live on America's Sports Voice. Touchdown, Kansas City! KMOX. Sports Open Line rolling on here on a Friday night. I'll tell you what, it is a, uh, it is a vacation holiday feel to be sure. Fridays are always a little quiet here at uh, Odyssey St. Louis, but they are. It's especially quiet today. You've been hearing uh, Brad Choate on news throughout the course of the evening. Hi, Brad. Hello. So, hypothetical situation. Let's say you're shopping today, I don't know, at South County Mall, and all of a sudden the sprinkler goes off and water is shooting everywhere, and you have a lot of Christmas shopping left to do. What's what's your plan at that point? I would take that as a sign to just get out of there, I think. Uh, you know, just an omen of some kind that uh, I shouldn't be there. But, you know, in all honesty, I guess you would have to knuckle down and, and get after it. I... This is this can make me sound like a jerk. I realize it. I couldn't help but laugh when I heard the story today. And I was list, I was driving in today. It was probably about three thirty. And Stewart did his first report, and Michael Calhoun throws to him, and all you hear is the pssss, and I think it's a bad connection. That's right. what the sound sounded like to me. I thought it was a bad connection, and Calhoun was going to have to come back on and say, oh, you know what, we'll try to get back in touch with him here in a second. It was the water. It was the ambient noise of the water spraying. Oh, it was great radio. I don't know how many people like picked up on it in the moment, but I loved listening to it, and I started laughing. I started feeling really bad for people. There was a lot of emotions right. going on at that moment. And then to me, it sounded like an indoor water park. <laughs> you a know, very dirty people, indoor yeah, water yeah, park. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, and did you hear the sound bite during the news there where the uh, smoke alarm yes, goes off? Yes, going off, which is crazy. <laughs> I wonder how many people were actually there because so I think we as like a community knowing this weather was coming in. It was two days ago, we just went crazy getting everything done because I went to Costco today. I was telling the store in the first hour. I went to Costco today. Nobody was there. There was nobody in line for gas. I don't know if I've ever seen less people at a Costco gas station than what it was today. It was three total people of, of the you know 30 or so pumps that they have inside of Costco. It just felt like a Tuesday afternoon or, or, or something. Uh, it, I, it really feels like today was people are kind of done now. I think I heard the uh, Michael talking to the mall management uh, spokesman, and he said that, yeah, they had a big rush earlier in the week. They knew yesterday would be a down day. Today, things are coming back, and they're expecting a big day tomorrow. Interesting, yeah. So, I don't know, but 
no disrespect to like this is gonna sound bad. Thankfully, this didn't happen at like West County Center where you were always so busy. I I was at South County Mall maybe three mm-hmm. weeks ago or a month ago. There's nobody there, nobody shopping there. I don't know how that place is staying alive, which was sad for me because I grew up and so my uh, my grandparents lived in Festus and. We lived in in the West County area, so when my mom and her mom, my yaya, because I'm Greek, uh, when they would meet, they would always meet at South County Center because it was like halfway between Festus and where we were at. So South County Center like holds a special place in my heart, and I went there because they've got a store there that I like, and I went there a few weeks ago, and there was just nobody there. I'm a Metro East guy, so I'll, I can talk Alton Square and uh, St. Clair Square, and both of those are a shell of their former selves. Yeah, so. just it's a it's a it's a different world. So, by the way, keeping people updated on the Gasparilla Bowl, Missouri is hanging in there right now. It's a, a 14-10 game. Wake Forest has the uh, lead. Brad, thanks so much for us. A guy named for a Peanut, bit. I think, scored a uh, touchdown. Yeah, okay, all right, that's, that's <laughs> Peanut Houston or something like that. It's uh, it's always funny, like when somebody's got that nickname. Were they peanut at birth or like at some point in time did they start affectionately getting known as peanut and then it changed? When um, I was broadcasting independent minor league baseball in Albany, Georgia, and we were the South Georgia Peanuts. Okay. And my niece at the time was pretty young, so... Uh, I'm trying to decide the most family-friendly way to tell this story. Uh, Uncle Maddie was a peanut would come out of her mouth because I was that. But peanut sounded like something Something different. Um, Part of the male anatomy, Mm -hmm. if you can see where I'm going. So, yeah, it constantly sounded like... My niece was saying that I was that, Mm. which wasn't great. So that was, I don't know if you've ever seen, uh, there's a lot of viral videos out there of a minor league baseball team where Wally Backman was the manager. He would go crazy and things like that. That was that team? That was that team. We had a reality show that followed us all season long. So my summer there was, um, was watched by that. And there's a lot of St. Louis ties to that. My broadcast partner at the time was a guy who went to Lindenwood. Uh, At the time, uh, one of the local TV sportscasters in Albany, Georgia, was Jeff Ablin, who then came to St. Louis and was working at Channel 4 for a while. He's now in the uh, fashion industry locally. Another one of the TV anchors there uh, lives in St. Louis now. And his wife, who was there, uh, works. uh, She's here. She's one of my best friends. Uh, They both are. They're here now. So we have all these, like, St. Louis connections to this South Georgia Peanuts team that existed for one year, which is kind of fun. So that's uh, nuts. Yes, that is nuts. And Uncle Maddie was a was a was a peanut. That's uh, that's what we heard all the time. Three one four four three six seventy nine hundred. Three one four four three six seventy nine hundred. That's how you call. That's how you text. You can also uh, tweet at me if you'd like at Matt Pauley on air. M A T T P A U L E Y on air. Uh, so big news this past week with uh, City SC as they had the MLS Super Draft and one of the names joining the team, a local name that a lot of people are going to be uh, connected to. Uh, he joined the station earlier this week. You're going to hear that coming up in just a moment. This is Sports Open Line. My name is Matt Pauley. It's KMOX. T. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. continues here on KMOX Christmas Eve Eve Festivus for uh, the Seinfeld fans out there. Festivus for the rest of us. Saw on the uh, Seinfeld social media accounts yesterday they were trying to put together a petition to make Festivus a national holiday, which I would be all in on. Clearly it's a joke, but uh, I am a big Seinfeld guy for sure. Uh, College football today, right now, halftime of the Gasparilla Bowl. Wake Forest leads Mizzou 14 to 10. We'll keep you updated on that over the next uh, 40 minutes or so. But yeah, Missouri's hanging around in this game. Uh, 14 to 10, Wake Forest has the lead. Missouri trying to secure themselves an above 500 season. They are 6 and 6 going in. Earlier today, the Independence Bowl being played, and uh, Houston gets the win against Louisiana 23 to 16. I'm surprised there's only the two bowl games today. Today is now. I guess a lot of times, if it's if Christmas is not happening on a Sunday, where Christmas Eve is on a Saturday, so that turns that Friday the twenty third into basically a holiday. If this is if Christmas is on a Friday, where the twenty third is happening on Wednesday, there's more people working. There's it's more of a regular day, so that's probably part of it. But today, I mean, it is it has felt very holiday, and I'm sure the weather has something to do with that as well because people are just not out doing things. We talked with Brad earlier. I'm wonder. I think my wife and I have to run to Target tomorrow. Is it going to be crazy, or is it going to be kind of subdued, kind of the way things were today? I know we uh, we did some grocery shopping earlier today and went to an Aldi. And my wife said she's never been at Aldi where there's less people and it was more stocked. Than today, so again, it's just a, you're trying to like figure out the patterns of where people are going to be and try to be places when people are not, and it was just hard to figure out anything that's going on today. Tomorrow, we do know that not many people will be doing much uh, coming up on uh, Christmas Day. Obviously, uh, we will not have sports open line on Monday. We will have a special encore edition of the Jack Buck Awards. Joe Pott will be with you coming up on Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, we will have a countdown to opening day. They're letting me out of Sports Open Line for a couple days next week. I'm going to co-host the show with Chris Ranji. So we uh, 
we'll we'll do some non sports stuff with uh, with that. I guess uh, Amy and Kevin are going to be out. No, not Kevin. Kevin's not on the show anymore. Come on, what am I thinking about? Kevin's on DGS. Uh, Amy's going to be out for a couple of days, so I get to uh, co-host uh, with uh, Chris Ranji, and that's going to be fun coming up uh, next week. But speaking of DGS, uh, earlier this week they got the chance to talk with John Klein. Now, if you don't know who John Klein is, he is a former St. Louis University Billiken soccer player. MLS had the Super Draft this week as they selected a couple players. They pulled off a few trades. They got some general allocation money, really setting themselves up. Uh, but they did make a couple selections, and their second selection. They bring in a former Billiken in John Klein. And uh, earlier this week, he spent some time on the Dave Glover show. And happy to welcome Johnny Klein into the mix. If you haven't been paying attention, the MLS has been doing the drafts. St. Louis City SC drafted Johnny with the first pick in the second round. Uh, and obviously, Johnny's got a local background playing for SLU, uh, comes from Columbia, Missouri. So, Johnny, first of all, welcome in. Second of all, congratulations, man. That had to be pretty awesome getting that call yesterday. Yeah, thank you guys for having me on. Um, it was incredible, a dream come true to be drafted to, you know, what I consider my hometown. My whole family's from there, so it was really special. So from from, I mean, you're, this is the dream that every young athlete lives, right? You grow up as a kid, dreaming of playing professionally, getting a paycheck to do what you love to do for a living. Has all of that sunk in yet, or is that not going to sink in until you actually get to put on the kid and get over there and do it? Yeah, I don't think it's sunk in yet. Um, there's a lot more that I need to do personally, you know. Uh, i got to go have a good preseason with the team, mm-hmm. all those things. Uh, you know, the MLS draft doesn't really guarantee you a first-team contract or anything like that. So there's a lot of work ahead of me, but I'm excited to just be in the mix with St. Louis City and be able to be in their environment. So to get to that point, to the guaranteed contract, what, what has to happen between now and, and February 25th when the season opens? Uh, the team, you know, I haven't really talked to uh, uh, the coaches or anything, but there'll be a preseason camp, um, you know, so me and o- Owen, the other draft pick, will be in there. They'll have all the first-team guys, probably, you know, a few of the guys from City, too, and, you know, I just have to perform well. Um, you know, other guys will be fighting for those final spots in the roster, so, um, yeah, just, you know, just get ready, get myself fit for preseason. So you mentioned uh, Owen. Owen O'Malley was the first-round pick. Uh, he went to Creighton. You went to SLU. Two pretty successful college soccer programs here in recent years. That's got to be cool. Do you guys know each other at all? Uh, I don't know Owen. We played each other this year, um, and we got the better of them. We won 3-2 this uh. year. But, no, they they made a great run. They made it all the way to the Final Four. So uh, I'm really pleased to meet him. He actually messaged me on Instagram last night just congratulating me, and I messaged him back just to pull him out to show him around the city. Nice, and, and I know you've got ties to this area, and you've been in the state of Missouri, uh, you know, pretty much your entire life. So we always talk about this city being a, uh, I don't know if soccer capital is the right term, but soccer is popular here when compared to a lot of a lot of other cities in the country. When MLS really gets going here, what what do you expect the atmosphere to be like here in St. Louis? I think it's going to be crazy. Um, this city has just been dying for an MLS team for a while. You know, they had St. Louis FC, which was in the USL, but nothing on the, the biggest stage for U.S. soccer. And I just think these fans are, are going to love it once it's here. You can already see them backing the club. You know, even at the draft last night, they had a watch party. They're all there, the World Cup games. Just the the vibe in Midtown right now. I live down there my apartment at SLU, and you can just feel it all building up. And that first game at City Park, it's going to be something else. 
once you get drafted, you were drafted, does your life change right away? Is it a slow roll into getting to know the team, the franchise, and all of that? Yeah, I think it did change right away. Uh, one of my buddies, Simon Betcher, who got drafted last year from SLU, texted me prior to the draft and said, hey, good luck tonight, man. Just want to text you now because – once your name's called, your phone's going to be unusable. And as soon as they called my name, I mean, Twitter, Instagram, text messages, like you couldn't even do anything. They just kept wow. coming in. So from that standpoint, it, it changes immediately. But um, yet yeah, to becoming a pro in terms of the sport, you know, I have a lot to learn. I'm excited to get around these guys, learn their training regiments, um, and just kind of acclimate myself to the professional lifestyle. Yeah, you got people like us calling you like, hey, you want to talk on the radio now? Right, right. <laughs> All right, so tell us a little bit about your background, Johnny. I mean, you know, I, I've read about it, but I think it'd be better hearing it from you. Talk about the, the, the role that the sport has played in your life coming up as a kid. How did it steer you towards SLU and all of that? So uh, my dad is a college soccer coach here in Columbia, Missouri for uh, Columbia College. And so, it, you know, I've, I've been around it my whole life. And from an early age, I knew it was what, what I wanted to do. So when I got into high school, I was actually – driving west uh, from Columbia to Sporting Kansas City's academy. Um, And so, you know, I played there for a little bit. I played one year of high school soccer my junior year. And then my senior year of high school, I moved to Portland, Oregon, and played for the Portland Timbers Academy. So I've been been around a little bit. I've been with two MLS academies um, and now with my third MLS club, but in the city that I love the most. So I'm really, really excited. Well played. Really good. Johnny, how close do you follow MLS? I know a lot of soccer players are really into European soccer, uh, you know, Bundesliga, uh, Premier League, and that sort of thing. How much do you follow MLS now? I follow it a good amount. I think as I got older, I started, um, you know, I would know guys in the league who maybe we crossed, crossed paths before or they played college and now they're making it. And I knew this would kind of be my pathway to get um, to the next level through college. So, you know, in the in the recent years, I have really started following it because it's just blowing up in this country. And I think a lot of people are starting to notice it. And uh, the quality, the quality just continues to increase. So no, I'm a, I'm a really big fan of the MLS. How about that World Cup final? Did you watch it with your buddies, with your family? How did you celebrate I was that watching final? it. Uh, I was watching it with my family, um, we, you know, a small gathering. But oh, what a, what a game! That's one of the best games I've ever seen in my life. You know, I think it might be the best World Cup final I'll ever see in my life. It was yeah. unbelievable. I would say I don't I don't have anywhere near the knowledge you do about the sport. I don't. I'm not I'm not really an expert in it. I can't think of very many sporting events that mm-hmm. have been more entertaining than that than that match. That it was, was awesome. Right. Yeah. Transcendent is is the way I would put it. Like you just you don't see that kind of stuff every day. It's beautiful. Right. Really special, Johnny. You're the best, man. I know your phone's probably still blowing up, uh, but congratulations to you, man. I'm glad you get to just. I was, I was kidding. I don't know if this is true, and it's not technically true. I was kidding. You could probably kick a soccer ball from Herman Stadium to your new home field or to your new practice facility and all of that. But it's not quite that. But you could make it a short little dash down the road. So, congrats on getting to stay here in town. We'll look forward to tracking your career, and hopefully, we'll have you on again, man. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate it. That is pretty cool. That doesn't happen in pro sports very often where you go from playing in one city collegiately and then you get to be in the same city from a professional standpoint. And, and I mean, a lot of sports obviously have some sort of farm system. So 
it can't really happen in, in baseball that way unless you go to a minor league team but then you're in the same city. It can happen in, in basketball, but we don't have an NBA team here in St. Louis. It really isn't going to happen with hockey more often than not. It's very rare for a college player to go straight to the NHL, and we don't have a college hockey uh, program really of, of note. Um, I guess, like, yeah, I guess we do. But, I mean, yeah, uh, Lindenwood has a college hockey. I'm just trying, trying to think of what college hockey programs play at played a fairly high level. I love college hockey, by the way. That's uh if you've not been I I didn't know college hockey growing up in St. Louis. I knew NHL hockey. I grew up going to Blues games and then when I lived in Colorado, I lived in Colorado Springs and we had two big college hockey programs there. We had Colorado College, which is a really good program, and then also Air Force was a good college hockey program as well. But nonetheless, that's uh college hockey is not as big of a deal thing uh, here. Maryville has a pretty good college hockey program as well, I think. So, yeah, there's the, the, they're out there, but I'm just trying to think about there's not a lot of opportunities to do that where you go where you don't. He doesn't have to change apartments. He doesn't have to change anything. He, he he's, he's here. He's in St. Louis, and he gets to go right from one place to another. It's a, it's a fairly unique thing, which certainly is cool. Uh, St. Louis Blues, they have been uh, playing fairly well recently. They are wrapping up their long road trip today. Even a loss tonight against the uh, Golden Knights, it's still a successful road trip. That's the, that's the important part of these long road trips, to go accumulate wins early on. So if you start to get run down a bit, which certainly does happen, as you are on these long road trips that uh, eventually you're able to kind of come back or you know you've you've already made your hay so it doesn't really matter how it finishes off but they are going to play against Vegas tonight they'll play without Jordan Cairo uh, we'll hear from uh, coach Craig Berube we'll also hear from a couple players they had a pregame availability earlier today in Las Vegas so uh, we'll get you all set for uh, their matchup against the Golden Knights we'll do that next my name is Matt Pauley this is Sports Open Line we're back with more in a moment on KMOX this is America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Sports Open Line continues here on a Friday night. We're all getting set for Christmas. I'm looking out the windows to downtown St. Louis, and there's not a whole lot of movement. Not that there's generally that much movement unless there's an event going on downtown at 7:33 on a Friday night but man there is there is nothing going on right now in downtown St. Louis. Matt Pauley, sports producer extraordinaire Matt Pajeski working the uh, the night shift as well as we continue to take you till uh, 8 o'clock tonight right here on KMOX. Tonight uh, around 9 o'clock, the Blues are going to get uh, started. They're going to play their final game before they get a few days off for the holiday. They are in Las Vegas to wrap up a five-game road trip. Uh, Craig Berube spent some time uh, speaking with the media earlier today. Yeah, he's a no-go tonight. Hey, have you ever talked to him at all? Was he okay out there? How do you feel? I mean, he's making progress. Like, he's feeling better every day. So that's, you know, what's important. Yeah, yeah. It looks like Pitlick's back in the lineup over Walker. You And you've kind of rotated those two. Basically, it's, it's yeah, and they both, you know, do their job pretty much when they're in there. And I don't want one guy to sit out too long, keep them go, both going a little bit. And, mm-hmm. um, that's really what that all boils down to. And well, what does Pitt like to bring in? He seems like he's a pretty, pretty quick skater. Yeah, he's a good skater. Uh, big. He's got size and, um, you know, experience. He's been around. Um, uh, he, we can, you know, he's solid defensively and aware and 
Um, again, he's got good speed, so he can do a good job on the forecheck, and he's got to play physical. That's, you know, where he really has to push himself to uh, be an effective player is, you know, being physical on the forecheck and, and, you know, things like that, getting to the net offensively and, you know, obviously doing a good job defensively. I know you, you, you stress to the players the importance they focus on tonight, get the two points. It seems like they're getting the message. I guess you'll know for sure once they get out there. Yeah, I mean, it's just a mindset, right? Um, it's pretty easy to think ahead and, um, you know, with your families and, and none such. And that's, you know, obviously important. But, uh, you know, we need the two points and uh, we need them more than Vegas. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, they got they got plenty of points. They could they could spare a couple. Uh, how important is? I know it's always important, but how important is quick start against? Well, the start they start fast in this building. They've uh, if you look at their goals for um, they got a lot of goals in the first period, so they're a fast starting team. Uh, this is a building where you know you know you got to make sure that you're dialed in right away. It's going to be loud and you know electric and you know so uh, we got to be ready to go. And last time we we're in here, I thought we played a real good first period. That's Blues coach Craig Barubi speaking with the media. In case you didn't catch what he was talking about early on, and that was that uh, Jordan Cairo not going to uh, play tonight. To me, that makes sense. Cairo participated a bit this morning during morning skate. He's dealing with that upper body injury. Some have speculated. I'm not speculating. Some have speculated. I have read the speculation out there that maybe it's a concussion. You don't really know, but it's an upper body injury uh, no matter what. He missed the game on Tuesday against Seattle. It happened on Monday. So by not playing tonight and then them not playing again until Tuesday, he gets a full week off. So there, if there was ever any question about whether or not he should play tonight, don't play him tonight. Give him a few extra days, and he'll probably uh, be back at it coming up on Tuesday. Hopefully he'll be back at it coming up on Tuesday uh, when they take on Toronto. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly spoke earlier today as well and just uh, spoke about the importance of uh, this game and every game. Well, kind of, yeah, we don't have the luxury of kind of, you know, looking on past this. You know, we have to, you know, we need these points, we them bad. And, uh, you know, if we get them, it's a great road trip, a good way going into the break. But, um, yeah, I think we all look at it. You know, we know where the, we are in the standings. We know we've got to keep climbing and, and, and such. So it's, uh, yeah, we don't have that luxury to kind of start the break now. It's, you know, we got a lot of work left and it's going to be a good challenge for us. Obviously, a very good team over there. They play, they come out very hard and you know we just have to get to our game right away and build it from there absolutely yeah it could be that could be a very good trip and you know especially going on the break uh, you know have a good taste in our mouth so it's it's a big win for us and uh you know we gotta we got it tonight logan brown also spoke uh, earlier today and uh he discussed uh one of his assists in the last game and just uh overall how he's playing yeah perry had a great shot there um jumped up in the play and you know, he was wide open, so he, uh, but he, he even had a great finish. Yeah, talking to Chief yesterday, and he wasn't like being overly critical here, but he said he, you know, you got to get, he said you have to kind of get used to the NHL pace again today. And uh, I mean, now, and I guess it's true after you're out for a month, it's, uh, it's a little bit different, huh? Yeah, it's definitely, uh, it's fast out there. So anytime you take, you're out for that long, uh, you know, it might take me a game or two to, to uh, get back to, you know how I how I was, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, I guess it's one thing you know play play the AHL, but it's not it's not the same pace as the as the NHL, is it? No, it's not the same pace, but uh, you know that was good to just kind of get in shape a little bit um, in that sense of things. And um, but no, it's definitely a, a different game up here. Yeah, yeah. It looks like you might uh, might get a little power play duty tonight too, huh? 
I think we'll uh, split time, so whatever whoever's going uh, is going to get the opportunity, and um, yeah, it'll be good. So, looking forward to Christmas. What's Christmas going to be like at the uh, Brown family there? Uh, I just got my brother and sister back home, so um, we'll get together as a family again, and um, you know, just just kind of hang out at home, go to church, and um, celebrate. Did Santa still come around? Yeah, Santa comes. Brian, how hard is it to stay focused when you've got a long road trip down the road for 10 days? You know, you've got three days off over Christmas. How hard is it to not look past the hard and think about Christmas? Uh, I, I don't think it's too hard. You know, uh, we need these points. And, um, you know, when we're out here, it's 60 degrees. It doesn't really feel like Christmas. So, but, uh, no, that's the message. Just uh, we need these points, and we all know that. So we're going to come ready to go. I understand that last question about how tough it is to play this last game before the holiday break. I think it is, and and Brown alluded to it there. I think there's a few things here. I think it's helpful that they're playing in an environment that doesn't feel Christmassy because of the temperature. I think it's good that they're in a, I mean, that's going to be a fired up arena tonight because Vegas is fired up every single time. They've got one of the best atmospheres in the National Hockey League. So if you're playing one of these games, it's cold outside, you're playing in front of a half-empty half building, everybody's focused in on Christmas, Like it could, be, it could be challenging to get up for it. It may still be challenging tonight. Like The bottom line is there's probably some guys that are not super excited that they're playing, at a, game, they're playing a game that starts at 9 o'clock Central time just because what that means for them getting back home and wherever their homes might be and the travel arrangements that go along with that. I don't know if everybody's going to have to come back to St. Louis and then for ones who are traveling somewhere else, if they have to go somewhere else or if they're just being allowed, I would think that because you can get anywhere from Vegas, like every there, there, there are nonstop flights to everywhere into Vegas and out of Vegas. So you would think that maybe a lot of them are just going to have the opportunity to fly straight out of Vegas. I don't know. I'm, I'm not connected to the St. Louis Blues where I know where their uh, what their requirement is of players and what they have to do for the ones who are not returning to St. Louis. Most of them are probably just going to return to St. Louis. They probably got their families here in season and they're going to be able to uh, spend uh, that time here. So that's uh, that's where that is at. We'll see what the Blues do this evening. This will be a good win. This will be a really good win. And we keep doing the thing with them where. We try to figure out what's going to be kind of that moment in the season that you look back and say, okay, whether they had a successful season or whether they didn't have a successful season, where was the crossroads? Where was the moment where everything changed? So let's say they win tonight. They win tonight. They have a 4-1 and road trip, and they continue to play fairly well from this point moving forward. I think you can look at this road trip as being the potential moment. Now, that, that doesn't mean tonight's game is the decider. Like it's not, That's not what I'm saying. But I am saying that if you, you try to take that step back, that's why I keep saying over and over and over and over again that I still don't have a grasp on who this team is because they haven't really shown that level of consistency of who they are. They're, they either go into periods of winning a ton of games or they go into periods of losing a ton of games. And when I say that, people remind me all the time, well, maybe that is who they are. Maybe they are just an incredibly inconsistent team that have a really wide range of how they can play at any given period of time. And and maybe we're going to get done with this season. We're going to move into uh, into to March and April, and the season's going to be coming to an end, and that's going to be what it is. It's just going to be a roller coaster ride of all season 
them going into these periods of time where they win a lot of games, then all of a sudden they just start losing a lot of games and they never get off the roller coaster from start to finish. Maybe that's what the season's going to be. And if that's what the season's going to be, then I'm going to keep telling you over and over and over again that, sorry, over and over and over again that they they don't know who they are. I stopped because I just looked up and sports producer extraordinaire Matt Pajeski has put a Christmas bow in his hair. So I'm sitting here, I'm talking, I'm I'm going, I'm 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 locked into what I'm talking about, and then I look over and I see a guy with a Christmas bow in his hair. Matt Pajeski, would you like to explain yourself why you have a Christmas bow in your hair? Well, uh, news anchor extraordinaire Michael Calhoun left a little present for me, which was a, a hot chocolate bomb that you put in some hot chocolate. You know, it's like chocolate and it diffuses into the hot chocolate and it tastes great. And there's a little bow on it. And I uh, decided to put the bow in my head because I want to spread Christmas cheer for everybody. It's the last last show before Christmas and uh, I'm in the mood. Plain as that. Michael Calhoun got me a present too. I felt horrible. I did not get Michael Calhoun anything. I felt very bad about that. That's weird. I did. I gave him a Gave him a hundred dollar gift card to a nice steak restaurant. I bet you did. He got me a coloring book. <laughs> it's Colorful St. Louis, the coloring book for the self aware St. Louisan by Ryan Rich, and it's um, it's got some great stuff in it. It's uh, let's see, it's there. There are some things that are inappropriate for the radio. I just want to make sure that um, yeah, there's. Oh man, I gotta find something that I can talk about on the radio. It's 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 an adult coloring book. So I'll say that, um, but it's hilarious. Okay, here's one. So there is a, a rack of clothes, and all the clothes are Rams gear, and above it it says Rams merchandise. Everything must go, and then it's got the Rams logo at the bottom of the page, and above it it says def- deface the Rams logo. So that's that's funny. That's very good. Uh, there's there's just things. There are things like that. Um, it says the St. Louis Chrysler plant, <laughs> and then it's just got a fence and grassy area behind it. Are you telling me to go to break? Or are you giving me no, I'm just music? Okay. So yeah, there's a lot. This is really good. This is really funny. I was um, I was reading through it, and again, I can't. Um, I can't say a lot of what's in here, but it's it is uh, it is funny nonetheless. So kudos to Ryan Rich. I just want to see it. Oh, you want to say? Are you gonna to try to find something that's uh, appropriate? No, no. Okay. I can't tell you what's in it now because Matt Pajeski just took it away from me. We are getting ready for Christmas. <laughs> Matt's over there laughing. So it's funny. I'll, I'll, you know what? This is the uh, this is the peanut song. I did something that was uh, funny for. Uh, I guess that was kind of funny with my wife related to this song. We'll do that. we got a couple other things to get to. We'll talk some baseball here in a moment. Uh, another signing, another one of the top teams in the National League getting stronger. We'll tell you all about that much, much more and wrap up our pre-Christmas run of shows at Sports Open Line right here on KMOX. Sports Open Line, back with you. Our final segment before Christmas. In case I run out of time at the end of the segment, I hope you and yours have a very, very, very 
Merry Christmas. We'll be back uh, for a few shows next week leading into the new year as well. It was actually a pretty busy last day or so in baseball. And some of the strong teams in baseball getting stronger, specifically the Philadelphia Phillies. And whether it's the Phillies, whether it's the Mets, whether it's the Padres, there's just these teams that are continuing to throw money around. Not that this is a ton of money, but uh, the Phillies are bringing in free agent reliever Craig Kimbrell, one-year deal, $10 million. Had an okay year with the Dodgers last season. 3.75 3.75 ERA, uh, but his strikeout rate was at 27%. That was a career low for him. He did not have a one-run save until the middle of August. Eventually, he lost the job as the team's closer, finished out the year with a 6-7 and seven record and 22 saves. But uh, Kimbrell joins the Phillies, not to be their closer, you would think, uh, and we, you know, again, Philly's spending money. Philly's bringing in uh, players who are going to, they're trying to get better. That's, and I appreciate that, by the way. I really appreciate that about the Phillies because sometimes you have teams that have breakthrough years. You have teams that uh, get to the championship and they just, they, they feel like they can just run it back. That's not what the Phillies have done at all. The Phillies have actively tried to, uh, be better, and they do that again, signing Craig Kimbrell, and it's a one-year deal. So if it doesn't work, they're out ten million dollars, and it doesn't work. It feels like Kimbrell is starting to come back down on the on the other side of his career, but that doesn't mean he doesn't have anything left. He's a he's a fourteen-year veteran, eight-time All Star, and again, his ERA last year was fine, three point seven five percent. He's just not striking guys out as much as he did yesterday. The Cubs added to their team as they agreed to a contract with Gold Glove winning catcher Tucker Barnhart. $6.5 million for uh, two years. Includes a player option for 2024 and the ability to earn an additional $3 million in incentives. He is expected to be the backup to Jan Gomes. Of course, Wilson Contreras was the catcher for the Cubs. He is now a Cardinal, so Barnhart is going to head to Chicago. He returns to the NL Central. Last year he was in Detroit. Eh, didn't have a great season, but before that, eight seasons with Cincinnati, and he was the Gold Glove winner in both 2017 and 2020. But the Cubs, they're doing things. I, you know, Mike Claiborne said this the other day on our Countdown to Opening Day show, and I've been saying it as well, and I think more people are starting to come around to this. The Cubs are actually doing things where we can we can exclude the Reds and the Pirates from this conversation. They were never going to try to compete this year. The Brewers aren't doing a thing. They are not doing a thing uh, unless they get into a situation where something falls into their lap. And they, you know, maybe I'm not being totally fair to them because they did acquire William Contreras, where they were the third team in a three team deal as they got involved in the Sean Murphy trade. Uh, so they replace Omar Narvaez, who's now a Met, with William Contreras. That's an offensive upgrade for the Brewers. It's not a defensive upgrade uh, for 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 Milwaukee. But the Brewers have been relatively quiet. I think they're one of two teams in baseball that does not have a free agent signing this year on for a ma- for a major league player, a, a guy with major league experience signing to the forty man roster, signing a major league contract. I think they signed 
somebody without major league experience to a major league contract, but they don't they are one of I believe two teams in baseball that have not signed a major league player to a major league contract this offseason. They're just not doing much. Getting involved in that trade to get Contreras was was nice for them, but I see the Cubs doing more and I don't think the Cubs are finished either. Um I th- I get the sense that the Cubs are going to spend enough money to at least be respectable, knowing that they're playing in a division that is not very good and they can they can do a very small amount of spending and a very small amount of work and potentially be the second place team in the division and they are relatively content with that. That's how I would describe the Chicago Cubs that they are almost they're trying to do the least amount of work possible to be a second place team in the NL Central this year. Now, if they go out and pull off a big trade or something like that, maybe all of a sudden it looks like they're a team that is truly trying to contend. Right now, they don't look like a team trying to contend. Right now, they look like a team trying to be better than all but one team in the division. That's how I would characterize the Cubs. So I think the Brewers are the third best team in the division right now. And as somebody who was working in Milwaukee previously, I can't tell you how disappointed it is for those fans that they did not take advantage of some of those players that they had in this this championship type window or this high level competing type window. You know, their high moment was getting to a game seven in the NLCS a few years ago when they ended up losing to the Dodgers uh, that year. But they just they've had so many young players, so many pitchers, and you know they get rid of Josh Hader this past year. They've not taken advantage of having. Uh, Woodruff and Burns at the top of the rotation, and now it just feels like they are doing absolutely nothing to try to win. Uh, the San Francisco Giants, after they attempted to get Aaron Judge and attempted to get Carlos Correa and came up empty on both those players, they made a couple moves today. Most notably, they sign outfitter Michael Conforto. He gets a two-year deal at $36 million. Good for him to get that kind of money. Two years, $36 million. Guy that uh, at times has had some health issues, but I I think he takes advantage of being sort of that last high-level free agent out there and takes advantage of the Giants who had a ton of money to spend and hadn't gotten the opportunity to do so. They also bring in left-hand reliever Taylor Rogers and give him a three-year, $33 million deal. An interesting trade today. Blue Jays and Diamondbacks complete a trade. Outfielder Dalton Varsho goes to Toronto for top-catching prospect Gabriel Moreno and outfielder Lourdes Gurriel Jr. All right, that's it for uh, Sports Open Line. Have a great Christmas. Have a wonderful Christmas. Enjoy this weekend. The uh, Jack Buck Awards will be airing uh, in this time slot on Monday. Joe Pott will be in on Tuesday. Countdown to opening day Wednesday. I'll talk to you again on Thursday. I'll also talk to you uh, during the show on uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. Thanks for being tuned in right here on KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. 
Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.